0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network. Go check us out at sportsgarden, G-A-R-T-E-N.com. Hashtag S-G-N on all of the social media channels. Go check it all out there. Find out everything that Sports Garden is doing. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas out there. Happy holidays as well as we move into Week 16. It is a very crowded week. We're going to have a lot of games, a lot of different days. Uh, Fun NFL week as the separation does begin this week when we're starting to talk about what teams are getting into the playoffs and the final stretch run. I think we kind of know who the dangerous teams are. We know who is out of this thing, uh, but there's still a lot to be determined. We're going to get into it. I want to be a, up front here and give you a little word of caution, which I tend to do every year. Um, and the word of caution that I tend to do every single year and the word of caution that I'm going to do again this year is very simply this. Do not put so much stock into must-win, quote-unquote, games against teams that that will not win. Because, look, the value is already baked in. If a team must win against a non-playoff team, and it is a must-win spot, and they got to win, it, it's baked into the spread. Don't think that the sportsbooks don't know that. And a lot of times, that is a forgotten component. So, with that being said, let's go through it. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. In the Steel City, this is an interesting game. It's going to be Saturday afternoon. Look, the Bengals have won three in a row. Backup Jake Browning looks like a legitimate starter in this league. He's yelling at cameras. He's got his confidence back. Uh, He's averaging 318 passing yards per game, and a lot of that is without Jamar Chase, who will miss this game as well. Pittsburgh, they did beat the Bengals earlier in the year, 16-10. to That was Browning's first start. But the Steelers now are reeling. There are people in Pittsburgh that are asking for Mike Tomlin, is it time to make a change? Uh, Will Kenny Pickett return for this game? That's a question mark. You have to expect a lot of running here because the Bengals can be beat on the ground while the Bengals' defense has been very good. That is the one place they are susceptible. Joe Mixon has not gotten a lot done, but Brown has for the Bengals. It'll be interesting if they continue to let Browning just go to the air. Who, again, 318 passing yards per game you could look at you know, a pretty decent look at the Browning overpassing yards if you do like Cincinnati in the spot. I hate laying points at a divisional game on the road in a big spot like this. I can't stand it. And I can't stand it even more against a guy like Mike Tomlin. From week five on as an underdog, Mike Tomlin hits nearly 70% against the spread. At home, he hits nearly 80% against the spread. Divisional games, over 80% against the spread. The Steelers are 9-1 and one against the spread after they lose by more than a touchdown over the last 10. Tomlin is a cash cow in these spots. But you've got to ask yourself if Tomlin is the same Mike Tomlin. Is this Pittsburgh team the same Pittsburgh team? While I could make an argument for either case, I think a lot of people are going to go with Cincinnati here. When I can make a very compelling argument for either case, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to say this. I can't go on Mike Tomlin right now. For years, I've defended him. For years, I can't go on what he used to be with this current incarnation in this team. I don't like it. I don't. I like it a lot better with Kenny Pickett in there, but I don't like what I see. I don't like for the body language. I don't like the fact that George Pickett isn't blocking. I don't like the fact that his other players on his team are calling him out for not blocking. I just don't like anything about this. The Bills are down to only eleven and a half against the Chargers uh, Saturday night. This is a classic. Bounce back game for the Chargers in every way, shape, and form. This is a classic take the points, take the double-digit points. You're getting double-digit points at home, primetime game in front of everybody after the Chargers just got blown out. They got blown out 63-21. They fired their head coach. Everything says the Chargers. Again, we talked about it last week, right? The Arizona Cardinals were the perfect spot to take the Cardinals last week from every metric. Team coming off of a bye, divisional game, at home. And I said, I just couldn't take it. Here, Chargers coming off of a big loss. They have an extra time to prepare. They're at home, double digits at home. They fired Brandon Staley. Teams that fire their coach are 15 and 11 against the spread the last week. There you go. The the next week. There you go, right? There you go. The emotional bump is there. Griff Smith will be there. Everything is lining up to take the Chargers. I just don't think I could do it. Easton stick looked bad, and he's not exactly a premier backup name, right? Buffalo has just won against Kansas City and Dallas. Is there a letdown spot? Maybe, but Buffalo doesn't have the, the, I guess the leeway to have a letdown spot. This is almost a smash spot. I know, do know Buffalo's 0-2 against the spread as double-digit favorite, and the Chargers have not covered six of the last seven games. Another spot that I am going to tell you, this reminds me a real lot of San Francisco uh, against Arizona, where I told you, look, Every sharp, quote-unquote, is going to jump all over Arizona. Everyone's going to look at Arizona. It, it, it is the Arizona spot play, but I couldn't do it because San Francisco is playing so well. Well, it's the same thing here. The spot play is the Chargers. At home, bye week, change their coach, getting double digits, all of it. But I think Buffalo might win this game 40 to nothing. I mean, they might come in here and absolutely blow this team out. Indianapolis, Atlanta. This spread has been back and forth. It was two. It was two the other way. It's about one right now. Uh, with a total set at 44, Indian Atlanta is an interesting one because, again, we got to look at Atlanta and their mindset. They've lost a couple of games in a row here. They have not looked good. Back-to-back losses. They cannot get a running game going for a team that only likes to run. They've switched their quarterback now. They have fallen down to third place in the NFC South, where two weeks ago, they had a stranglehold on this division. And last week, Tyler Algier had 15 touches. Bijan Robinson, Kyler Pitts, and... Drake London had 13 combined. Combined. Just not looking good, guys. The Colts, meanwhile, 5-1 the last six. Indy had 13 turnovers over the last six games. They, you know, produced 13 turnovers the last six games. Indy's 5-0 against the spread when they were favored by three points or less. That fits this spot. Jonathan Taylor is coming back. Seattle, Tennessee. I don't know what happened to Derrick Henry last week. He looked just absolutely terrible. I mean, he looked absolutely terrible. And Will Levis hurt his leg. We don't know what his status is going to be. If not, it'll be Ryan Tannehill. No C.J. Stroud uh, was was the case last week. Okay, uh, you know, now this is one of those spots where we don't know if it With C.J. Stroud, we didn't know right up until game time in a lot of ways uh, if he really was going to be out or not. It's kind of the same thing with, with Will Levis, but I don't think the falloff from Will Levis to Ryan Tannehill is really that big. I think you're going to have to run the ball here. Derek Henry, the over-under is 15.5 for carries. I think he's got to go over despite his inefficiency last week. Seattle has lost four consecutive road games. They don't do well traveling. They had a huge emotional win. And then we look at their quarterback situation. Do you get away from Drew Locke after what he just did and give it back to Geno Smith? We're not sure. Short week on the road. Seattle's still favored by two and a half. This is tending to be a Vrabel type of spot. It has that feeling of a Vrabel type spot. Lions-Vikings. Here we go. The clash in the division. Lions are three-point favorites on the road. The lions can clinch their first NFC North championship with a win in this game. But the Vikings have won nine of the last 11 games overall. Detroit is 8-1 and one in games when they don't turn the ball over, right? So we could always look at Jared Goff and talk about Jared Goff. Look, it's just reality is it's the turnover margin. That's what it is. Now, Detroit doesn't play well on the road, but this is an indoor game. Jared Goff, meanwhile... Say what you want about this guy, and I didn't believe that he was going to be that great coming out of college. I know everybody loved him. I didn't. Actually, was more of a Carson Wentz guy coming out of college. Then, even when he went to the Super Bowl, people still bashed him, and I was one of those people. I just didn't think he could be this guy. Look, Jared Goff, since 2017, first in passing yards in the NFL, first in passing uh, – first downs in the NFL, first in 20-yard completions in the NFL, second in completions overall, and sixth in passing yards. This guy's a franchise quarterback. He's playing well. If he's able to reel this in – they win this game, and they win the division. Washington against the Jets. Jets are a three-point favorite. Look, Aaron Rodgers' saga is behind them. He's taking a spot from a roster guy. He wants to practice. Uh, can we just move on with this? The real question is, is Zach Wilson going to play? And we're not sure. Does it even matter in this spot? Look, the Jets are a defense first team, defense second team, and, oh, by the way, defense third team. And Their defense is absolutely extraordinary. It was just embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed against Miami. This is a smash spot for the Jets under, uh, I mean, for the, uh, The Jets' defense, and a lot of people looking at the under, which is why it went from 39 to 37 in this spot. Washington is on a five-game losing streak. Sam Howell has taken 30 sacks. The Jets are going to get after it here. The only question is, can they produce any offense at all? If Zach Wilson isn't in there, I don't have a lot of confidence in that. Packers are a five-point favorite now against Carolina as that line continues to go up. Question is, can Bryce Young have any kind of success through the year? Look, the Packers' defense has looked really bad. They've allowed a combined completion percentage of 79.6% to Tommy DeVito and Baker Mayfield the last two weeks. Bryce Young is going to have to throw the ball. Carolina's defense, they rank last in the NFL in sacks. Uh, Julian Love is going to be able to throw the ball, right? I mean, you, you look at what is is—is the situation here, and it's going to be an air game, an air game by two teams. Wouldn't expect to put up an air game, but, yeah, that is a a situation. Now, Green Bay's 2-5 and five straight up on the road. I don't love Green Bay laying five in this spot. I think Carolina's a pretty good defensive team when they need to be. Green Bay's look like a mess. Uh, Tommy DeVito picked them apart. Baker Mayfield picked them apart. I don't know if, if Bryce Young can pick them apart, but I certainly think that getting the five-and-a-half, now the one thing to pay attention to is Matt LaFleur. We know about his December record, which is now unblemished, uh, or, or not unblemished. Matt LaFleur is 15-8 against the spread after a loss. He usually bounces back pretty good. Cleveland, Houston, I mentioned about the C.J. Stroud thing. We didn't know almost until kickoff, and here we go again. Is it going to be Case Keenum against Joe Flacco? Yeah, that could very well be the issue. But Texas, look, they owned the Tennessee offensive line last week. They got after it all over the place. And the Texans' defensive line is allowing 3.4 yards per carry. That ranks second best in the NFL. DeMarco Ryan's is for real. Now Stroud and company. When Stroud's in there, they score twenty plus points in all seven home games this year. Um, but we question the question here: is is Stroud going to be in there? Cleveland, since their Week Five bye, they've allowed thirty two points per game over the last five road games. So they are their defense does not travel well. So don't think this is going to be a defensive battle. Um, Joe Flacco joined the team. Cleveland has gone over this total. They are going over, 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 and why? Well, because. Evelyn doesn't travel well, and Joe Flacco is actually moving the ball. Jacksonville, two and a half against the Bucs. The question is Trevor Lawrence, and we don't know. The Bucks are on a three-game winning streak. The Bucks have their problems of their own with Devin White, and we don't know if he's going to be DFA'd. Is that they just got to let him go? I mean, Who knows, right? They're just benching the guy. I don't want any part of, of that nonsense, but Baker Mayfield has looked really good. Seven touchdowns, one interception in the last three weeks, but his completion percentage is below 50%, so he's throwing it a lot getting a lot of volume, but not getting a lot of completions. The Jaguars, they've dropped three in a row. Their defense looks pretty bad. Their defense it just looks a mess. Look, I'm all over Jacksonville if Lawrence starts, but if he doesn't, you can't get anywhere near this. Bears minus four and a half against Arizona. Guys, Chicago weather in late December here is going to be nice. The weather is going to have very little rain. If there's a little precipitation, no big deal. Very little winds. And like 47 to 49 degrees, that's downright balmy for Chicago at this time of year. So you don't have to worry about any conditions, which we thought we th- had that earlier on. Uh, Chicago's won three games in a row. Arizona allows 27 points per game. The Bears are 0 2 as against the spread as a favorite this year. This might be a bit different. Bears defense. I've been talking about them since week eight. Their top five defense in the NFL over the last four weeks. They're a top three defense in the NFL. The Cardinals are three and two against the spread since Kyler Murray returned. They scored 29. Points game you look at this and you go hmm you know I I I normally just look at this and say yeah the under would be the the way to go give me the under give me I don't think so I think that these teams are going to play free and loose I look at what Arizona was able to do to San Francisco they put up 29 last week that's a really good defense as well I know they were missing some defensive tackles should be an interesting game Dallas Miami Miami is a one point favorite at home, and here we go. The Dolphins might get a Hill back for this game. The Dolphins are six and one straight up and five and two against the spread at home. Prescott is bad on the road. We talked about the road problems, right? We talked about what was going on with the road problems. Uh, Dallas is seven and zero oh now, hundred and seventy one point differential at AT and T Stadium. They score forty plus points every single time out there, but they're only three and four on the road, negative four differential when they play outside of Dallas. Miami, by the way, 0-3 against teams against 500 or better. Dallas is only 1-3. This is the first time ever between two teams with 20 wins uh, but only one against a winning team. We're going to learn a lot about both of these teams here. Dak Prescott, 6-13 and on the road versus teams against 500. This should be the game of the weekend. New England, Denver, it's going to be snowy, nasty, gross. Denver's a six-point favorite there. Denver's won into the last four home games. They've looked really good since the turnaround. New England, look, they, they can keep close, and they can make it dangerous, but they just can't score enough. They're 2-4 and four against the spread. They averaged 16 points per game on the road this year. Denver's won four in a row after they lost three straight, right? They've won four in a row at home. Their defense has allowed 20 points or fewer in six of the last eight games, including all four home games. The Patriots have the second-worst against the spread record at 3-10-1 and 2-4 and and on the road. This is a Denver or nothing play. And we get into Monday. And it's Christmas. Las Vegas Raiders are getting 10 and a half against the Chiefs. Look, I don't know who the Chiefs are to give 10 and a half to anybody right now. Pachanko might come back, sure. The Chiefs have won the last six meetings against the Raiders. They've won all those six meetings by 17 or more points. The Chiefs have won 16 of the last 18 meetings here. Josh Jacobs might not be in the game. I still can't lay 10 and a half in this spot. The Chiefs are broken, guys. And Raiders are playing better than we've seen them play. I can't lay the money. Giants, Philadelphia, here we go again. Philly's up to 12.5-point favorites. Who is Philly to be up by 12.5? Jalen Hurts is burying his team. Guys are going to the microphone. This team is in disarray. Jalen Hurts, the last three starts, 638 passing yards, zero passing touchdowns, two picks, and a 71 passer rating. Yeah, I I don't get it, guys. Look, Philly beat uh, Dallas and Washington by a combined total of eight points. Those are the rivals in the division. I can't give 12.5 in this spot, no chance. And then we go to the big game. And I just mentioned that Dallas-Miami might be the game of the weekend. Let me take that back because here we go. We have the Super Bowl preview, and that's San Francisco against Baltimore. This is the absolute Super Bowl preview. As a matter of fact, this is only the second time in the last 10 seasons that the top two Super Bowl favorites will meet in a December regular season game. That's really interesting, right? Monday Night Football underdogs, by the way, are 7-0 the last seven games. That is the biggest streak ever. Jackson will go up against his 49ers pass rush. Wonder if he's able to scramble around and get it done. Can the Ravens get a pass rush on Brock Purdy and kind of scramble him around to make sure that he can get things uh, you know, a little confusing because block Brock Purdy right now, first in passer rating, first in passing touchdowns, first in passing touchdowns per interception, first in passing touchdowns per attempt, first in yards per attempt, uh, first in yards completion, and first in wins. The Niners are 10-0 with nine double-digit wins when Trent Williams and Deebo Samuel are healthy, but Lamar's 10-1 against the spread is an underdog. The Ravens are 6-1 on the road. The Niners are 5-1 at home. Clash against clash, right? Uh, power against power. San Francisco, they've allowed 234 yards rushing yards to Kyler Murray in Week 15. Both of their defensive linemen were out, but they are coming back here. Brock Purdy, like I said, 13-7 against the spread overall, and the Niners have not covered in any of their three games ever on uh, or at home in San Francisco this year. Interesting game. I, I Ask me my opinion on this game. I'm going to tell you, I think San Francisco wins, but I don't love laying the five and a half. As for my play of the week, look, my free play of the week, I've been about, uh, about 500, a little over 500 for the season. I'm crushing it on my website. I'm 30 and 20 on the year. So I, I'm feeling great uh, about a 60%, exactly 60% at 30 and 20. Uh, but these free plays... They get a little wonky. So I'm going to give you a double free play here, okay? I told you the Bears four are four, four and a half. I got it at the four. Give me the Chicago Bears minus four and give me the over the 43 as well. I'm going to give you a double play because it's Christmas and I like you guys. And I don't think both can lose. I think we can go 2-0, and oh, but I can't see 0-2 uh, oh in that spot. That's going to do it for me and everybody here at Sports Garden Network. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. We will be back before the new year. Have a Merry Christmas out there. Have a happy holidays. We'll be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.